Today we're talking about the seven struggles I faced being an INFJ and I deliberately say I faced because it's something that so many INFJs go through that so many INFJs struggle with but I'm also here to tell you that you can change it, right? These struggles don't have to be something that you live through, it's not something that you have to keep with you but first off we have to recognize them. Struggle number one, I always wanted to be alone but people not only insisted on being around me but they always made me feel like there's something wrong with that. It was like saying, okay, I need to change something about myself when in reality, all I wanted to do be alone. So there are two ways you can look at this. On the one hand, we as INFJs need that alone time. We are very emotional beings. We pick up a lot of energy around us and we need time to really let all of this go. I even had a video on why we love being alone. But I'm also here to tell you that I was alone because I wasn't living an abundant life. I wasn't living the INFJ epic life that I'm living now. And so therefore I barely had any energy left. So it wasn't even that I said, okay, I'm deliberately choosing to be alone. I'm deliberately making it a point to re-energize myself and then really do some exciting exchanges with everybody. No, I just didn't have the strength to do anything else. Number two, I felt completely misunderstood and therefore I felt really lonely. See, there are two different things if you feel lonely or if you want to spend time alone. Feeling lonely feels like there are thousands of people around you and still there's no real connection. This happens because we don't allow ourselves to connect with others through everything that we are. That is also the reason why we don't have the energy to go out and share because it feels like we have to pretend to be somebody else. We have to put ourselves in this box. That's the only way how we can connect with the outside because the alternative would be I get to be myself. I grow, I experience life, I share who I am and that is going to get me abandoned. Remember, we do what our subconscious believes, not what we consciously choose. And our subconscious is very often telling us there's something wrong with you, you have to hide who you are, and you cannot go out into the world and connect the way you want to. Of course, that's not the case. You can live an incredibly amazing life, but you have to first understand that this is what's going on. I experienced this. So many of the participants of the bootcamp are experiencing it. That's also another great benefit of the INFJ Epic life bootcamp that we are together that you see oh I'm not the only one others are experiencing similar things like me and then through a similar perspective and a similar movement forward that I help you gather we get to uncover those subconscious beliefs that are keeping us back we work with the five pillars to an INFJ epic life if you haven't downloaded the free poster you can do this now it will help you to kickstart that process starting today all the information you find below and so you see, when you feel misunderstood, you do feel lonely. There is no other way. We feel connected when we connect through our authentic self. That's why it always happens that if we meet this one person and we feel like, oh, I can now share myself with them, we get completely obsessed. We get unhealthily connected. You know, we go into our codependent beings. That's why so many of us, you know, have had some kind of encounters with narcissists because it works so well. But if you get to a place where you start connecting, 
connecting with absolutely everybody in your life through your authentic self. And yes, you will push a lot of people out who used to be closer to you in the beginning, but you also give yourself the freedom of being connected to the real world, of being in alignment with who you are, with being somebody who creates their life, who isn't just an observer, and you feel connected. You don't feel alone anymore. The third struggle is that people would very often judge my actions without understanding the reasons behind it. We as INFJs, we have a very strong intuition. We know what we're doing and we know that the things we aim for aren't like the first choice that everybody would go for because that's too boring for us. We want to continuously prove to ourselves that yes, our ideas have a meaning, that yes, our ideas are valid. And in order to do that, we have to do something that people don't understand at first sight. But again, we get back to this place of people don't understand what you're doing if you tell them if you say okay I'm doing this and I want the validation that I'm not crazy that there's not something wrong with me I want you to see that this is something great and every single time we come from that perspective again it happens because we haven't stepped into our own being which allows us to say I'm doing these things because I'm proving it to myself you know you can watch if you want to you can see how how I manifest my dreams day after day, I start creating better things, but I'm not waiting to see what you think about it. That's one of the things we have to understand is INFJs particularly where we are so able to pick up other emotions. We on a subconscious level, very often look out. What does the other person think about what I'm doing? Do they recognize what I'm about? Don't wait for that. Do what you like and prove to yourself that you can do it. And the people who want to be close to you will do that everybody else can go and live their own life. They're not your solution. You are your solution. Number four, although I was somebody who really enjoyed being alone, I still felt like people didn't want to spend time with me. I remember wanting to throw parties and like nobody showed up and it hurt me every single time. And it hurt me until I understood why I'm waiting for that validation. I was waiting for that validation because again, I wanted people to give me a feeling of you are good enough, you are exciting enough. And that will never ever happen because every single time we're doing something in order to get some kind of validation, it never works. We have to recognize people are concerned with themselves. Everybody is. Even if you think, oh, I think of that one person and I want to help them. Well, there's also an agenda behind it. Like if it's particularly some codependent thing, it's because we also feel good doing that. It gives us purpose. But if you come from a place of I'm not going to wait around and wait for somebody to want to spend time with me, I'm going to go out and meet people who actually want my help, who I can connect with. I'm going to take action. I'm going to create things. And when you throw a party and only two people show up, you don't look at it from a perspective of all oh, the 18 others that I invited didn't show up. But you think about what an amazing time I have with my two best friends. That's what I'm about. I'm going to have, be grateful for that. And I'm going to add to this fun. If you come from a place of all oh, the 18 people didn't come, then you're probably going to do it again, hoping that those 18 will come. But if you do it from perspective of I love myself, I love spending time with my friends and whoever wants to join the fun, they can do that. But I'm going to continue to throw those parties because we're having so much fun. And before you know it, you'll see how more and more people come. It's not about the party, but it's about this whole attitude, the people 
who continuously have so many people at their parties and you ask yourself, why is this happening? It's because those people don't throw the parties for people to show up. They throw them for themselves because they enjoy them. They enjoy having friends around them. And then people know that every single time I show up there, there's energy, they enjoying it and they're not doing it for others to say, oh, what an amazing party. They're just contributing to something that is already amazing. And that's a great metaphor for our life as INFJs. It's not about the parties. I know we're not so much about parties anyways, but we as INFJs need to create this train of my life is going somewhere. I'm on the move. My energy is flowing. And whoever wants to join this ride, please do that. But we're not going to stop and wait if people want to jump in or not. People want to join you when you're already on the go. They don't want to be there when you haven't started. That's a human thing. That's not even like an INFJ or not INFJ thing. So you have to create your life for you. And every single time you get to push yourself, you get to say, okay, let's make this happen. You will see how it'll be easier and easier. Again, get a group together. The bootcamp, for example, is a great place to do that because you continuously are joining others that are already on the run. We're already moving in that direction. And it's not just a one-time thing. With every single bootcamp, all participants join because they know the energy that it gives them. It's just blowing our minds. It allows us to create things we weren't able to create before and it kind of happens on autopilot just by being in the room. That's why if you get to a place where you say, I'm making my life big, you don't feel like people don't want to spend time with you anymore. You don't care. A lot of my friends don't want to spend time with me because they're busy with their lives, but it's not something that makes me feel lonely anymore. Struggle number five. Even when I wanted to do something really, really bad, my inferior extroverted sensing held me back. Because we have to understand as INFJs, we only have a limited amount of energy, right? We can always expand it, but we start off with a small energy that can move something in the real world. The good thing about it is that once you start a momentum, it gets bigger. Once you start a momentum that goes into the direction of alignment with who you want to be, it feels like you're in the flow. Things are happening on autopilot, things are amazing, and you don't feel like you don't have the energy for that yet. On top of that, if you focus on things like physical energy management, again, that's pillar one of the bootcamp and of the five pillars to an INFJ epic life, download the poster if you haven't done so already. That'll help you to focus on these things. They will give you more energy as an INFJ. We want to step out of the norm. We want to step out of our default state that doesn't make us happy, and that requires energy. So yes, we have to declutter a lot of stuff. We have to get clear on what we want and we have to build that momentum up. So get all the help you can get. As I said, there is free material for that. And if you say I'm ready to take the next step that, you know, join bootcamp. Now's the time to join the waiting list. The next time we open is in the end of October. Struggle number seven, our learning curve. So I've done videos on this that we have an exponential learning curve, meaning whatever you take on in the beginning, it's going to seem like it takes forever. It's our way of thinking. It's our way of processing, but there is an amazing benefit to that. And that is if you stick with it long enough, you actually surpass everything else because it's an exponential thing. And then you see results that will just blow your mind. So I understand that it takes time to learn more about yourself, to actually do things that will make a difference in your life and that it takes time. Like, of course, it's easier to watch memes and to see funny videos about being an INFJ. Please, I do these things. I need time to relax. I need to just lay back and enjoy my life. But if we want to make that change happen, 
happen, then we have to work on ourselves and it's going to be hard, but it's not something that is not possible for us to do. We definitely have what it takes to make those changes and then create the life we always wanted. Last but not least, struggle number seven, even when I had an idea of what I want and who I wanted to become, other people's thoughts and whatever they wanted seemed too loud. It seemed like I was not even aware of what I wanted, but I was aware what my best friend wanted, what my mom wanted, what like people at work wanted. Like it really blurred my mind. The reason for this is because we have kept ourselves small. I can guarantee you, not just from personal experience, but also throughout, you know, the hundreds of INFJs that I've worked with, this will change once and for all once you start growing. When you start growing, it's like your energy surpasses everything that you used to pick up. You don't even hear what other people are experiencing. In comparison to before, I really don't know what kind of music my friend likes anymore. I don't understand every single time I say something that might hurt her feelings when before I was really connected to that. And that's just an example. I'm not that much aware of it because now I'm way more aware of who I am, what I want, and I can hear my thoughts loudly clearly and they tell me where to go next so yeah you might feel like oh I'm not going to be as connected to the people around me yeah maybe you're too connected to them and not enough connected to yourself that's at least how it was for me and how it is with everybody I work with so chances are it's the same way for you nowadays I still have very healthy connections with the people around me actually way healthier than before because now we don't have that codependent thing going on remember if you're ready for the next step and you want accountability and a group then join the INFJ Epic Life Bootcamp. It's an amazing place to be and we're opening our gates in the end of October so make sure you're on the waiting list so you don't miss out. If you want to watch another video now that is in alignment with today's topic then watch the five habits the INFJ needs to lose.